Folks, we're going to need a bigger cardigan. Bryson DeChambeau gets it done at, at API. Chris, what are your initial thoughts? I wish he would just rip the cardigan off like Cam Newton, like the Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah would have been were, sick. People were talking about him doing that, just like bursting through it or, or breaking through it. Would have been funny. Pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy stuff happened this week. I mean, you just had it was so many compelling players, so many different types of players, different styles. You had some legends in the game, some journeymen, some comeback players. I mean, it, it really had everything. Yeah, I mean, between Spieth, obviously the comeback, and Westwood only has two tour wins. We give him a lot of shit for that. Um, Bryson, obviously – just kind of making this golf course look relatively easy. And these guys really struggled for the most part today. I mean, yeah. Sunday was really hard. I think the lowest round of the day was one under. So uh, it says a lot, says a lot about Bryson's game and how his style works on these types of golf courses. Like we saw with Wingfoot. like if you give it, if you give him a firm and fast golf course, long rough, like he's going to play well every week. Yeah. It's really insane. Like today he bogeyed one and then he went 17 bogey free holes. Yeah. Which is so hard. On that golf like course is, it's a joke how, how impossible that is to do. I mean, that rough was insane. Yeah. And like, even like some of those tee shots are just impossible. The sixth yeah. hole today was brutal. The third hole today was brutal both kind of identical tee shots with the water all the way up the left. And you can kind of bite the corner if you want, but three, it's a dog leg left water left. And the wind was blowing hard left to right. So you had to hit a hook into the wind to be able to hold its line and not just bail out. Right. And like, nobody did it all day. Like it was, everyone was bailing out. Right. It was impossible. Do you think crazy stuff? Do you think this is a good golf course? what I don't like is the two like big ponds that just have holes that wrap around it. Like it just it's the most so Florida boo-like. Muni vibe ever. It really is. But it's like so pure. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. Yeah. But like just the course in general looks like really cool. Like there's some cool green complexes. It looks like a fun course to play. I think 18 is, a top three finishing hole on tour. Yeah, 18's really sick. 18's really sick. I think the the, the par threes there are awesome. Like they're and they're at first look, they're not good. You know, they're just they're all pretty long. They're all at least 200 yards. And yeah, there's not much danger around them. But when you actually get down to it, the second hole is like one of the hardest holes I've ever seen. And 16 today or it's is it 16 or 17 the, the long part three 17 17 so fucking Played hard impossible dude. like you had to hit what like what bryson did hit an absolute moonshot or feather some fade into that back right pin it was just impossible but it was but, fair and it was it, great but totally fair like it, it what that golf course did this week is it said hey you have to hit this high cut right here. And that's the only way to get the ball close. And you can bail out if you want. Like there's a, there's plenty of room on a lot of the sides of these pins 
But if you want to hit it close, you got to step up and hit this exact shot and hit it right on the screws. And that's what it should be on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, I just, this quote from, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Westwood and this kind of leads into it, but Westwood all day on the broadcast was just getting totally shit on like, and it was kind of inadvertent. Like they weren't trying to, but they were just saying like, Oh my God, you know, if this guy could putt, basically he'd have 20 <laughs> wins in five minutes. And it, it, it was kind of demoralizing. I, Westwood didn't play that bad. Like he really, he actually hit it unreal. And yeah, he's smooth swinging Lee. Yeah. He showed up better than I thought. I thought he was going to fade early on classic coverage drop and and it just didn't happen but yeah Malty on on the par five really the pivoting the pivotal moment in this tournament was the par five 16, 16. westwood needs to make birdie there like needs absolutely. to with bryson in the bunker and <laughs> he's got this five footer like little left to right slider and Malpy goes these are the just these are just the types of putts you need to squeeze in like, what does, that e- what does that even mean? Like, yeah, yeah. trying to make it. I, squeeze it in? That, that just doesn't <laughs> it's like It's like when people say that you're just willing putts in. Like, yeah. Something yeah. you just say is like, I'm just going to will this in. I'm going to grind it in. Yeah, to like an uninformed it's like, ear. That's not really how it works. To an uninformed ear, that would seem like a like a good comment. Like, oh, that's, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. But like, it actually just means nothing. It means nothing. Just hit the putt on the line, match yeah. the speed of the line. It's going to go in. You don't squeeze in. it in. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it, it was pretty funny. I, I thought the, I thought the whole thing with the commentary all afternoon was just a riot. Like Westwood constantly getting shit on for missing putts. They're like, Oh, here he is. Fourth hole in a row. Another great look. Like he's got to capitalize at some point. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, he probably does, but if you keep talking about it every hole, I'm going to turn this off. He's just he actually he actually did play pretty solid today. I thought he wouldn't have had a chance to win the tournament on Sunday or on uh, on 18. I, know, I thought there yeah. was zero chance. Yeah, I I thought Bryson was going to lag that up to like within inches and it would just be over. And I didn't think it would come down to that point at all. And it's funny, like he came out of nowhere. Like he played right. insane yesterday. And I didn't really see any of his shots literally up until Saturday afternoon on like the back nine, maybe like 13 or 14 <laughs> was when they started showing him. It's like this guy literally could have won the tournament. He was a six footer away from winning the tournament. And we only started seeing him hit shots on Saturday and, and in the literally in the afternoon. So, right. I don't know. Just classic lose it. Like they lose track of players in the shuffle. Like they lost track of Spieth a couple times today. Like there were a couple times yeah. we just didn't see Spieth's shot. They were like, oh yeah, that, that putt for par. I think he had a putt for par on like 16 or something. He had a he had a big putt basically on like 15 or 16. They were like, oh yeah, he missed that. Like <laughs> you can't show us. It's kind of a joke. You can't, yeah. And if they did show us you know it would be a minute behind like this just a moment ago yeah yeah like no show us this stuff boom 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 as it's happening there's not yeah. that many players up there i mean it's speed the there weren't that Bryson. many 
like you had four guys to keep to keep track of pretty much like we didn't need to see a single shot from keegan bradley all day he was like five (laughs) over within the first three holes yeah i mean same with rory which is just so frustrating (laughs) i mean to get dropped from coverage on every sunday back nine it's crazy. But it's at his own fault. It's it's No, no, totally. Totally deserved. <laughs> it's not like they're losing track of Rory in the coverage. It's just that he sucks ass so bad on oh, Sunday yeah. that they just drop him. He has no chance. I kind of love the sixth hole at Bay Hill. I and I cuz we saw it today. Like Rory kind of ate that hole up all week. Like he was pounding it nearly as far as Bryson and biting off the dog leg. And then he just pumps two in the water off the tee. It's like, well, shit, now he's hitting five. Like, it's actually a great risk-reward hole. I just think that the dog leg is too severe. So now Bryson's going to absolutely bully that hole for the next 10 years. Right. I mean, next year, a year from now, he could just be easily driving that green all four yeah. days. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know if he'll ever nuts. go at the green because – left of it like falls off the face of the planet and you're absolutely fucking dead but he he could dump it 30 40 yards right of the green all day and just have literally a chip shot into a par five which is yeah i mean he could hit one trying to hit one at that bunker and pulls it a little bit but like pull draws it with the wind and then it like hits the bank it's got to hit the bank perfectly and pop up yeah (laughs) he's got like a two yard margin of error he really does because the greens are so firm there's just like if if he actually goes at the green that ball is going past the collection area and like into a down slope on the roughs so it's actually like not a good place to be at all yeah and we saw how much tr- like people had trouble from that back right collection area like all week so probably the right thought... bailing out what was the it might have been 13 or 14 when Bryson, he like cut the dog leg, but he went too far and he had a nasty lie. Yeah. See, I, I stopped watching for like an hour right around 13 or 14. Oof. That was a, Maybe a little he bit. had this crazy, nasty lie. He had to hit it over a bunker. And it's like one of the most hard, it's one of the most difficult lies to judge. Like coming out of rough to hit onto a firm green over a bunker that you need to land softly. And he hit it to like 15 feet. Yeah. I was like, well, this guy's touch has really improved. Yeah. His touch is insane now. Like he's, I checked. I don't get it. To up, up until this week, he was 13th in strokes gained around the greens. Uh, this season which is a big jump from where he where he was before and i don't get it dude. it's How game over dude time? if he if he can sustain that level of chipping it's it's over like he's literally one of the best 10 putters in the pga tour he's the best driver on the pga tour and he hits his irons like shit but if you <laughs> chip and putt well he's gonna he's gonna do all right it's really crazy, and nothing looks good. Like, no, he has so these ugly. crazy follow-throughs. Yeah. He looks so stiff, <laughs> but he's just like a robot. I don't know how he generates – like, when you watch his swing from a down-the-line view, 
I don't know how he generates that much speed. Yeah. It looks like robotic. And then when, when you yeah. see the, the, the face on view, it, like he's clearly like really engaging his legs and creating a ton of lag in the downswing. But from behind, it's like this guy's using zero wrist and it looks really yeah. 96 ball speed. It looks like a stack and tilt. Yeah, it does. Almost. Like it, it looks like a, a bigger version of like a Mo Norman swing. <laughs> that just goes 370. Yeah. It's, and then it's... his putting too. He's like just so upright. His left arm is locked. He's like, this guy can have no touch. There's no chance this guy has touch. But he's insane. He's like an underrated green reader too. Yeah, I think he's one of the best yeah. green readers out there. He's well, just so like, solid from inside like 15 feet. Like on 17 today, when he had that par putt, you know, it was like six feet. He's lining the thing up, and you're just thinking there's zero chance he misses. Because yeah. he's gonna set he's gonna take five minutes, set the line perfect. Exactly. And he's gonna have his robot swing. There's um, pure greens, there's zero chance that ball doesn't go in. It does. I do feel the most confident maybe of anyone on the PGA tour besides like probably him and Reed, I'd say like inside 10 feet, like this ball's going in the hole. Yeah. hundred percent. And there's two completely different style putters, which is, which right. is cool that you can do it so many different ways. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, speaking of, Guys that were getting dropped from coverage, like Rory, Jazz, Jazzy J. Jazzy at 50 spots today. Holy shit. What did he shoot? Did he break 80? 84. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough day. It's a tough day. 75, 65, 69, 84. There were a lot of guys that, that went low yesterday and just shot a million today. Like we saw Keegan do that. He went like yeah. 64, 78. Hatton did that. He went low yesterday, shot a million today. It it really exposed like who was actually playing the best. Yeah. Which is crazy because speed still hung around until like 16 and he was just absolutely scrambling and there's <laughs> no rhythm to any of his rounds right now. Yeah, it's really crazy when you watch when you watch speed. And if we talk about what happened on Saturday, I mean, it's just the most vintage speed you can get. Birdie yeah. in one, ace on two, heat in the water on three, right? And then makes the 40 footer for par. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me uh let me pull up my my tweet from that I sent. Yeah. All right. This is all my texts from Saturday morning's round. Uh, I text Chris. I think it could be Speed's week. Uh, like when he's teeing off on one, then I text him uh, Speed 30 footer on one Speed hole in one Speed duck hook in the water on three 50 footer for par. I think it was <laughs> on like, I was on, it was on three. Actually. He made a 50 footer for par on three, which is just outrageous after hitting six iron to like the back right corner. Then he makes a 20-footer for par, holes a bunker shot, and then Bryson absolutely cracks the sixth hole and just takes it like 370 right over the water. It was just one of the best sequences of golf that I've ever seen. Yeah. 
totally nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Looney Tunes. Do you think do you think this is the best tournament so far this year? I think it was. Besides oh, I'm trying to think. What was that tournament we were talking about the other week that I was I said was the best tournament since the Masters? Oh, um was it Genesis? Might have been. Genesis is pretty insane. What I mean, was before Genesis? Tori? Tori. No. Tori was boring. Um, Tori was boring. Yeah, I mean, I, I can pull up the schedule. Waste management was that. That was fun because Speed got back in it. AT and T was whatever. It, it was good. Pebble. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is the best tournament of the season. I. I think it is. Century Definitely. was fun. We got a playoff there. But, yeah, I, th- I think this is the best tournament of the season so far. And Mike and I, when we were talking on Wednesday's episode, we were like, yeah, there's not that much to talk about. Like, the field kind of sucks this year, which is kind of shitty because it's just – it's in a bad spot, right? This tournament's, like, wedged in between a WGC and the players. And then you have Honda – so I guess a lot of guys are going to – take honda off but before this you had genesis which everyone plays you have tory which a lot of big guys play you have waste management which now a lot of big guys play so it's like a run of six or seven weeks straight of just really good tournaments so yeah kind of got screwed over and we were saying oh yeah it's not going to be a very fun week there's really only five or six guys that could win and ultimately one of the guys i said could win won in bryson but it was way more exciting than i thought Totally. It felt you like you, you felt that excitement, that suspense coming down the stretch where a lot of tournaments, like when you're watching the Valero Texas open, you're not feeling that, but you yeah, really yeah. felt that today. It was cool. I think, well, I think this tournament's kind of gained an elevated status since, since Arnold passed away. I think a lot of people hold it in way higher regard now because they feel like they're paying their tribute, paying their dues yeah. to Arnie by playing it, which is cool. Because, I mean, that's the way it should be with what he did for golf and all of his contributions just to society in general. Like, this should be an elevated tournament. And I think a lot of guys recognize that now. Speaking of legends of the game, I was playing golf. I'm down in Florida, and I'm hitting pots before my round in Palm Beach. This was – Oh, this was yesterday. Yeah, this is yesterday. And I looked to my left. Gary Player is hitting putts next to me. <laughs> it's the most outrageous Chris scene. Is a you're a huge Gary Player fan, right, Chris? I, oh man, it really, really irks me to slander a legend of golf, but I think he's one of the most fraudulent players of all time. Is that because of the the allegations that I exposed to you, or is that just because you just he's stubborn and annoying and thinks? Well, let me explain to you this scene. I mean, he's out here on this quiet, you know, private course in all black, PXG, and he's going down the range. These random members, he's going down the range one by one, giving them two minute lessons. You know, I mean, that's the most classic some, like, Gary Player thing I've ever heard. 
<laughs> it's, it was insane and everyone was so nervous like people started <laughs> who I ended up playing with that day he was actually a decent player and I looked over and Gary Player is watching him just started topping shots <laughs> I'm just so, so nervous and you know, he's giving them what you say you're just not going to get anything productive out of that lesson like nothing. There, there's no way you're retaining any any of that information. Your mind is racing, and <laughs> you're like, why? Like, why is this guy trying to help me? This is just so weird. And he's also like a legend of the game, <laughs> and he looks like he could die at any second. I mean, the guy's like 90 years old. You're like, it. it it's got to be startling. And he has all these like little one-liners of wisdom, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like that guy. Um, it was really funny, but he was, he was really slandering Bryson. He was talking about how he was like, Bryson's going to die at age 50, carrying all that weight around too much protein, too much protein. He goes, distance, distance is bullshit. Like you can't win tournaments by hitting it far. The only way you can win tournaments is by putting, 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 putting. Because speed, speed is the worst player on tour but he's Houdini around the green. That's the only reason he can win. He goes, that's, that's how you win majors. That's how I win majors. Putting, putt, putt, putt. And yeah, it's Gary, like maybe a hundred years ago. <laughs> it's, I mean, the stats show it, right? It's not the, like the best ball strikers win tournaments. The best drivers of the golf ball win tournaments and they win when they putt well. Like that's just right. The best putters on tour, you don't know who they are. Like it's li- Denny McCarthy right. was the best putter on the PGA Tour. Had right. Greg best- Chalmers a couple of years ago. Greg Chalmers, these guys had literally maybe the best putting seasons of all time, and they didn't even sniff a win. Yeah. So I, it, I mean, yeah, that's it's so anecdotal bullshit. Yeah. And you can't say anything about it. You can't argue. <laughs> yeah. He, there's no way he's changing his mind. He's like the <laughs> most stubborn person on planet Earth. <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty comical. Yeah. That's but good. That's that, good that was my running with Gary Player. I should have gotten some some good content there. Maybe done a push-up contest with him. Yeah. I mean, that, um, I would have gone viral on TikTok. <laughs> kind of a botch by you, actually. It is a sneaky choke that I did do something. I kind of like was like in shock. Especially because we were talking about him the day before, like extensively. We were. And I'm I sure we'll get in some research. We'll do like a dedicated episode to, to this stuff, but all the allegations, the beef between him and Tom Watson, you can look into it, do your own research if you want to, but we'll, we'll definitely talk about that at some point. Look up 1974 British Open. Royal Lytham and St. Anne's, 18th hole, his third shot, I would argue, and we can talk about it later, but I will argue it's the most fraudulent golf shot in the history of the game. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, we'll leave it at that. Do you think Bryson's one – I think Bryson's one of the most clutch players in the PGA Tour. He like, is. Today kind of just solidified that. To me. He is, he's such a dork. <laughs> he's, yeah, it's so funny that that Patrick Reed and Bryson are probably the two most disliked players on the PGA Tour. I would say widely, 
and obviously reads this for different reasons, but two of the most hated guys out there, and they're probably the two most clutch players in the world right now, which is just mind-boggling. Like the fact that they can sustain all that hate, people just constantly ripping them. Like even on 18 today, Bryson backs off his putt, his putt to win. And the crowd starts booing him. Like people (laughs) don't like him. And then he just steps up there and drains it and gives it the most alpha, like gorilla (laughs) fist pump I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, the guy's a savage. Like he's actually a savage. It's really wild. Like, I just don't know what goes through his head. I mean, he's got to be like to the outside observer. Like we watch a lot of Bryson and we see a lot of his shit. So at this point, we think it's all funny. Like his antics are just funny. Oh, hilarious. He he must think that they're like, that's just normal. Like the stuff he does, like all the stuff he posts on Instagram, he must be like, oh yeah, that's completely normal. Like I'm just going to post this 20 minute video about like what I did over quarantine. (laughs) And people really care. They want to see that. It's like, no, Bryson, nobody wants to see that. But it's 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 funny content. And Bryson, I mean, you're talking about Bryson versus Reed, and basically everyone hates Reed, but no one really talks about him as much as Bryson. People just make fun of him. Like people just give him shit. Oh, that Bryson guy, all that way more than I think any player that we've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah. he he harnesses it. Yeah, and he has – yeah, like you said, he's there's no real reason to hate Bryson besides that he's like, like a dweeb and just a little annoying. But he's like – he's never done anything bad to anyone. And right. He's, he's never cheated. Like he, there's really no reason to hate him as much as people do. But people are just so sick of him. And it's, it's really unfortunate because he's going to be – he's going to win every year for the next 10 years. <laughs> I know, and he's Hates such a mean – He's so good. Well, we're a Bryson podcast. Yeah. Chris is converted. Chris is converted. I'm converted. Big conversion guy. Uh, What do we we make about Rory's week? Like, this, I thought this was setting up to be Rory's return. I I said this in the pod on on Wednesday. I kind of get the vibes. Like, he loves this golf course and he's been hanging around the lead. Can never put together four rounds. I felt, hey, if if this golf course is usually so difficult, like you could afford to shoot 72 one day and his 72 is whatever, like a 76 today. But if he minimized the damage, he would have been right there. And I think he could have won this golf tournament. And it's just another crazy frustrating Rory week though. I don't get it. Like, and I was saying this, Sean, like last week he's like this is such a big stretch for him because he won at bay hill and he's defending at the players and he's won the honda before he loves playing in florida he's played great here yeah kind of a florida horse sneaky he is a huge florida guy and i thought this was it he would you know maybe win bay hill maybe defend at the players or build some momentum and then you know, take that leading into the Masters and really come in with a lot of confidence. But I mean, that's crazy wishful thinking. 
<laughs> you he, just have to win Bay Hill, win the players, win the Honda. <laughs> He's way too mentally defeated by Augusta to win that tournament right now. I'm not putting it out of the question, but he's just he can't do it right now. He's he can't even win. He it's can't even win like line. Bay Hill. It, it's it's definitely a developing story that we're gonna have to keep an eye on. It, but it's like five years ago, he was the clutchest man on earth. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it, like when Rory's up on the leaderboard, it's like, oh, he's just gonna win. It was like kind of that Tiger syndrome where it's just like you—he always kind of found his way, just sneaking up there and kind of just prevailed. I think you could make the argument that Rory has underachieved in his career. Based on his oh, big level. time, like four majors. I think he has 18 PGA Tour wins. Oh, I think he should have 50 wins. He, yeah, he probably should. He probably should. He's been, he's literally been in the top 10 in the world for the last 10 years. Like he's, he's just, he's been so solid. And then he's had, he had that crazy run of dominance for like three years. So I mean, he, he's underperformed. He's, his win total is definitely low. His win total is a joke. I mean, I, I, I really think he's a top five most talented player that we've seen. Yeah. And, and he's at one point eight. he could do everything well. Yeah. And, and now it's just, there's, there's a missing link somewhere. I think it's mostly mental, which I think bleeds into the putting. Like it, the putting is just, he, he putted insane on Thursday and then just seemed like he totally lost it after that. Yeah. And he's switching putters every week. Yeah, he's, he's using something... that old TP blade this week. Yeah, it's crazy. But he, I guess he was using the spider for a while. But yeah, it's um, it's just a huge storyline now. Yeah, it's just like, but it's, it's like great because it makes everything more interesting. It is. He's like he's honestly like like a female. And this and guy, we're majors. talking about a guy that's won four majors and eighteen times on tour. <laughs> But uh, speaking of Rory, like the the tin cup moment was funny. Did you see what Rose did yesterday? I wasn't watching, but you were telling me about it. So on, so Rose is like five or six under at this point, like right there, right by the lead. And on, wait, is it? Yes, it, it was either three or six. I think it was three. He literally hit three straight tee shots just dead yanks into the water and just wds on the spot which is so soft like i i I don't know if there was an underlying injury or something but it's just hilarious that he wds like right after he shoots himself out of the tournament seems like a little bit of a coincidence there i mean a little too much of a coincidence. I mean, I had but to I had to mention it to protect the field. Like, gotta protect the field. That spot could go to another guy. And it seems very Justin Rose to do that. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, there's a reason there's no diehard Justin Rose fans. Is <laughs> that's that's one of them. Okay, what else was there? Uh, I I had Ricky finishing dead last. Another just continuation of a storyline. Uh, I mean, he made he made the cut, but he shot 77 today and 76 yesterday. So super dark for Ricky. He needs to take advantage of some of these weeks and get back into the top 50. I mean, he like people are saying like, oh, he has to win 
to get into Augusta. It's like he's not even close to winning. Yeah, he can't. He can't get a top twenty. He can't sniff a top ten. I mean, he's barely making cuts. Barely making cuts. So I. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. He's going down a Spethian path. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Ricky is he's he's tinkering so much with his swing and. I get that tour players are always trying to get better and they've always been tinkering with their swings for their entire lives. Like everyone's always trying to get better, but at some point it's like, what are you doing this for? You need to know, like, is this change going to really make a difference? And Ricky was fine with his flat swing. Like his laid off swing was, was sick and it worked. And now he's trying to get it more vertical and, this is what happens. So uh, it's just frustrating to see him like throw away what he had just to try to get a little bit better when what he had before was so good, but that's like hindsight 2020. Right. And I mean, that's what tiger did after Oh one people was, you know, he just kept trying to change his swing, kept trying to get better and better. Cause that, I mean, that's what made him great. But then he had this, you know, Oh four year where he didn't win a single time. Yeah. And like sometimes that can backfire on you. Yeah. Any other storylines? I think Will Zalatoris, top 10, sneaky. I mean, the guy's just a machine. Like, so consistent. How is he so good? He's like a skinny little lanky guy. He was just like, he looks like no one really talked about him. He looks like you in the PGA Tour with blonde hair. It's like I've never even heard the guy talk. Yeah, I they, I haven't either. They don't cover him at all. No. Speaking of guys what? talking, they I thought they did a great job with the mics this week. I heard so much stuff from Spieth and Bryson all week, yeah. and it was just it's just pure content gold. Like it really is when you hear Spieth like today on um on the back nine, maybe ten or eleven. Spieth had. <laughs> Speed had a wedge in. He had like 135 or 140, and they couldn't figure out the wind. And they were standing over the shot for like a good two minutes. And he just deci- he decides finally to hit the shot. And he goes, that could either be like 10 yards long or that could be in the water. <laughs> Which is just, it's just good speed stuff that you need to have the mics out there to hear. Yeah, totally. And like Bryson figuring out his numbers and wind density with uh his caddy like yeah like when you're watching golf like that's the stuff you want to hear you want to hear the caddy conversations you want to hear the rules official conversations you want to hear them talking to their ball and shit like that um so the best moment today mic'd up moment actually was probably bryson on 18 after he hits he, he like he had a pretty like a pretty solid shot into 18 for his second and you could hear him just barely under the announcers going, come on, Bryson, come on. <laughs> it was so funny. The guy just gets so jacked up. The way he's just like fist pumped his putt on 17, fist pumped his drive. Yeah. <laughs> which is a crazy move to fist pump your drive. Yeah. I mean, he did, he did absolutely nut that drive on. Oh, it was but insane. it's such a bizarre move to fist pump a full shot. <laughs> it looks so weird like 
Like there has to be a result. Like the ball has to go in the hole for you to fist pump something. I feel like I, it does. It does feel that way for sure. But that was like 18 today was playing so tough that if you missed the fairway and you saw with Corey Connors, you just have no chance. Yeah. You You have have to to punch out, pitch out. It's insane. So that was, I was surprised Bryson took driver actually, but I mean, he piped it. Well, it would have been interesting to see what he would have done if he, if he did hit it in the rough on 18 and if he has a like kind of shitty lie, if anyone's going to be able to hoist it high enough to hold the green, it's Bryson. And it would have been, it would have been really telling of what this week was if Bryson hit it in the rough on 18 and then has to hoist some sort of pitching wedge or something and is able to hold the green because no one else could do it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Oh, Max Homa top 10. Yeah. Sneaky friend of the pod. Shout out Max Homa. Just playing some really solid golf. All right. That'll do it for the tournament. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Really good transition, right? Yeah. Uh, honestly most fun week of the year and it's a good lead up to the players like fun fun lead up to the players i think we'll get more of the same uh this week with kind of that firmer dry bermuda florida golf hopefully it gets a little windy and i think it's going to be it's going to set up to be really fun and we had fans this week and we have fans next week so it it really brought a lot more excitement and i think it's going to be even better next week and I will be one of those fans. Yeah. I'll so, be at the players Thursday. It's going to be so sick. Yeah, it, it should be. It should be, you know, pretty, pretty insane there. I think they're going to have 25% capacity. That's, that's going to feel like a lot, I think. It might feel like a lot, but on like a lot of the course, you're going to be up against the ropes yeah. like the whole time. It's got to be like one of the best viewing experiences you're ever going to have in your life. Yeah. Should be. I might just start traveling. Like, (laughs) just do the Florida swing with these guys. Follow the tour guys around? Yeah. That would be insane. It's like, yeah, I got got Sawgrass next week and then then the Honda. It's like, what are you, a writer, a journalist? No, no, not that. Are you a player? No, I'm not a player. I'm just, I'm just there. I'm just there. It's like, oh, I may take, I may take Valero off, but I'll be there. You'd <laughs> be the first guy to ever do that with just absolutely no reason besides to <laughs> maybe get a slight chili dip bump and a little bit of a scouting report. But uh, we, I, we should, we should mention. Uh, obviously Mike not on the episode today, but, uh, we decided within the last couple days that we were going to part ways and Mike has been a, a big asset to the pod and we, we really had a ton of fun doing it with him, but he, he's got a lot decided, of work. He's, I mean, he's got a lot of work. His philosophy on what this podcast should eventually be is a little bit different than ours. And we just had different visions for it. And we just decided that it was best to part ways and obviously mike is still a good friend of ours so uh we we wanted to thank him for for everything that he did and you know we'll we'll still continue to talk to him and i'm sure we'll shoot a lot of shit about whatever bullshit bryson's pulling or whatever cheating scandal comes up with reed (laughs) like all that shit so it's all good 
RIP Mike. I hit a chili dip. It was off the it was off the hosel. I mean Cameron uh, Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly don't give a struck- shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD. I didn't watch a single <clears throat> bit of it, but I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Yeah, Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the so- pod on Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there's a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away. Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. Florida. No! You can't yeah. say Florida!